Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Matchball. Hello there. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you not only a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball, but you can get 15% on the big three, which are Michael. Will's probate conveyancing. And you can find that on the Phil Monday Club, which will be coming tomorrow as we pick apart the bones of what just happened there at Dean Court in Bournemouth. Unless uh, Phil's in jail. Unless Phil is in jail. Yeah. Because, I mean, anything can happen in Bournemouth, can't it? You might, you might cut up rough. It's <laughs> Maybe. Two o'clock kickoff, start early, finish did, late. You we, don't know what could happen. We did catch a glimpse of him on TV. He yeah. looked, he looked beholden it together. Then did he have like a, a bag of bricks underneath <laughs> his uh, in his laptop bag? Uh, we're cooked, aren't we, lads? Yeah, we are absolutely cooked. Absolutely awful, that one. Yeah, I uh, I predict now Gracia will get fired tonight as a last desperate roll of the dice. Uh, Bringing it, in who? Uh, Chris Armas. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. You're under contract, Chris. Get yourself back here. Jesse's, probably, what? Jesse's probably still on the payroll. We could maybe give it one last roll of the dice because uh, that team is going down. It's beaten, isn't it? The only thing that might yet save us is, as you said the other day, uh, the other week, Moscow, the ineptitude of everybody else. I was just thinking about that further rather than, I mean, we should talk about the game that's just been played at some point. But so, I mean, Leicester versus Evan tomorrow, whatever the result of that, we still won't be in the bottom three. Yep. So that's good. That's a good place to start from. And then what happens after that? We lose to Man City. Well, West Ham have to go, have to play them at their place first. So that West Ham, uh, there's a big chance they won't win that. While we're losing to Man City, what else is happening? West Ham are playing Scum. Leicester are playing Fulham. Everton are playing Brighton. Forest are playing Southampton. And then when we're playing <laughs> Newcastle, um, Forest are playing Chelsea. Southampton are playing Fulham. I think Southampton are gone, aren't they? Everton are playing Man City. And what else is happening? Leicester are playing Liverpool in that round. And then when we're playing... Who do we play for that? When we're at West Ham, uh, Leicester are playing Newcastle. Everton are playing Wolves. I mean, that's a bit of a gimmick. Wolves got battered yesterday, didn't they? Forest against Arsenal. So there is... You know, we could still do it. We could still do this thing of just not win any games and stay up. And it seems like do you know that's what? the best plan. I reckon a lot of people are just not bothered anymore. Like people are just ready to bring on the pain because it's what happens when leads are this bad. Um, and you know, you look at that from players to manager to boardroom. A lot of them, based on that, deserve this. It says a lot that when Bournemouth were breaking in injury time, I was going, "Go on, get a fifth. You might as fucking well. Go <laughs> on, absolutely nihilistic. Go on, get Te- another one. Get tear- another one. Let's see what happens. Tear if you it get, all- to get a fifth. Tear it all down approach. Uh, where did it go wrong, exactly? Uh, James is asking, by the way, where are our points coming from, Moscow? Well, I think we don't the, need the point, any. We don't, need, we don't actually need any. Yeah, we're not, we're not in the bottom three, so if we just stay out of the bottom three, 
if the teams below us don't pick up mm. any more points either, then fine. And it seems risky as a strategy. Oh, it's not the one I choose. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best uh, the best idea anybody's ever had. But in the absence of any better ones, I think it's. Um, I would take that if that's how it worked out. Yeah. I, I assume we want Leicester to beat Everton then. I don't probably. Know. 1-1, probably a point each. It's probably the easiest thing to do is keep them all as low as possible and just uh, grind it out from there. Ed Heaton has said in the YouTube comments, Moscow is lost in a straw factory. I don't think he is. I think it's the, it's the only straw we've got left, isn't it, that one? It's either that or we just, as you say, it's going to be half an hour just going, it's fucking shit, it's fucking shit, it's fucking shit, it's fucking shit, which yeah. probably... It's true. Uh, but, but yeah, we've done that for mo- feelings, most, but... most match balls recently have been a bit like that. Yeah, so trying so, to yeah. put something else that we can... Uh, say yeah no fair play for you uh, for you trying I've uh, I've not got a right lot to say about that I mean we've made notes on the match but it was just the, the same pattern that we've seen in recent weeks isn't it whereby we look a bit promising for a bit and then uh, we just concede some goals and then never get back into it yeah um, I mean it, the, the, it was a game that was there to be won though wasn't it yeah completely I thought we were the better team till they scored which was again the standard Leeds United gift I don't know exactly who you blame for it but the ball comes to the edge of the box and there's a man in Absolutely tons of space. It's a bit lucky how it breaks because Cooper's made a nice challenge and it sort of comes off his knackers and goes out to the edge of the box and it's and it's a decent finish. But he's got so much space and time to do it. And then the second one's just the horrible bit of goalkeeping again. I know the fourth is as well. I suppose by that time it doesn't matter. Mel- all, Melier, it, talk, talk about but it all But it all contributes to the feeling that Melier's having a bad time of it. Which he's, he's shot to pieces, isn't he? Like the rest of them, you can see it. He's possibly the most obvious example of a player com- with completely zero confidence and it's almost like the yips isn't it just like a persistent mm. case of the yips just cannot do any of the basics because that um, one as well like the, there's not any pressure on him so he could probably catch it or he could certainly make a very decent punch of it which would send it you know 20 yards away it's just it's just a weird thing he's run you, under you... it he's run under it and then he can't reach it so he tries to punch it clear and it just goes Straight to their player and nobody's picking them up and so it goes in and I would probably, uh, for Man City, I'd stick uh, Rob Les in just to stop it getting any worse for him because mm. um, it's the perils of being um, a goalkeeper is that there are other players making mistakes all over the place. Bamford in the last minute against Leicester, you know, that's a pretty bad mistake. Cost us potentially three points but every time Melier does it, it costs us a goal and um, I still think he's a brilliant goalkeeper but um, it's his confidence it's just you can see by the mistakes he's making that are not um, uh, at the level of his talent let's say he's better than he's uh, than he's showing it's not like he's suddenly been found out um, it's just that his confidence is gone and I don't think facing Erling Haaland next week is particularly what he needs that's not going to help him get his confidence back so just um, make it Joe Robles' problem for the next few weeks mm. and once again and again defensively Summed up by the fact that, you know, Cooper starts, goes off injured again. I don't know when the last time was that Cooper managed to string like five or six games together, but he's just, he's always injured. Then you bring on Verber, who also is kind of injured. I think for their, is it their third where he ends up fall, yeah. falling over and then struggling to get back? And he just wasn't, wasn't moving properly through the whole game either. Cock looked lost for most of it. Robin Cock could have blocked that one on the third, but he's gone about a foot too yes. far towards goal and he's just as he's trying to um, block it desperately he ends up actually spinning the ball up into um, is it Solanke who finishes that one or whatever it was he scored they all look the same they don't all look the same I mean they all just play for Bournemouth I don't know who any of these people are um, all just popped up to him and um, 
Yeah, so it's all millimetres, it's defensive mistakes, it's stupid stuff. That was the one um, amusing aspect of this, when Bournemouth were bringing subs on, they all sounded like generic Bournemouth we like players. Jack Stacey. Yeah. <laughs> Who's he? Who's the other one? Two, it's two first names. Yeah, the only one I recognise is uh, Rylan off of this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and he came on for a bit and went off. Keith Moore, yeah, he should have scored as well, shouldn't he, Keith Moore? Yeah. He, when they brought him on, I said, I know he's a shit footballer, because I've seen enough of him to know this, but I still fully think he'll score against us because he's big, and he should have done. He should have scored at Ellen Road as well, as I remember correctly. I think he was he had one like played across the six yard box to him that he completely mishit. So uh, there's a question by Migraine Boy in the YouTube comments. Could we actually celebrate this if we end up staying up? No. It'll be the most furious success, and I'm doing air quotes now for the benefit of anybody on the audio version um of of our lifetimes, because it's just horrible, mm. isn't it? The whole it's, thing. It was, it's just the same every week. That's the thing. Yeah. The problems don't seem to change. And nod as the well, I can say nod as Gracia because he he once again has gone through the last twenty minutes there with us needing a, something. Didn't particularly seem to change the shape. Didn't bring strike. Didn't bring extra attackers on. He just made like for like subs, didn't he? And bring in Forshaw for McKenney and Rodrigo for Bamford. Yeah, because what you want to do at like three one down or whatever is do something to change the shape to give them something else to think about. Exactly. They they weren't very good at defending. Like we did have chances, and it looked like they were as capable of flapping about as we were in defence, but we just gave him nothing to think about. Well, I think that's kind of where he maybe, why he stuck with it is because for a lot of that game, we looked as likely to score as Bournemouth did, which was not very. Um, mm. We were probably better than them for most of the first half. Gave him two goals, got one back. And then I think it's that weird thing of, it seems to be working all right, but then we just give up soft goals. So how much you change it from... Um, what you've invested into working on what's a very different formation during the week um, do you uh, and if you did try to switch it back are you taking Nyonto off to bring on Aronson like what's the change to get the um, the previous formation back would have been quite difficult so um, we did look better with Forshaw on because he can actually mm. pass and he's actually got some composure um, so yeah, I don't know. And then after that, I don't know who else we're bringing on. Rutter is a throw of the dice. Greenwood, we've discussed, but there's not really any room for him. I don't think Forshaw and Greenwood is a midfield to, to mess with, but we don't really want to be... like Rocker isn't doing particularly great things in there either. But I mean, the, else the, on the bench. Well, the, the Forshaw point is, is, I guess, the is the embodiment of the whole problem, isn't it? That we've st- we're still looking to those players, such as Cooper's been drafted back in in recent weeks, players who got us promoted... Bamford as well up front mm-hmm. that none of them have been adequately replaced or built upon supplemented you're still relying on them to, to dig us out of a hole and Ailing, the fact, the fact that Stuart, a... well, Stuart Dallas was brought down as a cheerleader wasn't he all this mm-hmm. way um, and people were really pleased to, to see him tagging along with the side but new manager maybe well but yeah like Ailing's having a bad season his worst season for us and he's still our best right back because Rasmus Christensen is a hopeless league one twatty up the line merchant <laughs> Yeah, the recruitment's not been good in that respect. He's all, yeah, he's, I, I, well, given him, I know it's not a huge amount for Premier League football, but Jesus, he looks limited. Yeah. The amount of times he just gets it and... Kicks just, it into touch. Just smacks it long. It's all he ever seems to do. I don't understand what he's there for. And the, the price paid for him is sort of uh, irrelevant to... It's less relevant than the role he was bought to do because mm. um, if he's not intended to replace... He's 25, isn't he? So if he's not meant to replace Ailing for the next five years, why is he here? Mm. Well, he's yeah. here because um, they wanted to put Jesse Marsh in. Jesse Marsh wanted his players. They thought they could get 
a cheap international quality right back. Well, yeah, so exactly. Yeah. And so we've ended just, up with this player who's supposed to be inheriting Ailing's shirt and is worse than him. Yeah. So that's so the price is almost... It's the hideous misjudgment at um, recruitment level, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't, like, there is the question of, like, how much you pay for a player. You can only get a certain amount of quality for that amount. But in this instance, it's more, the intention is more important than the, the price. We think we've solved it. Like, we go, there's your big strong Viking and everything's going to be fine. As right back sorted out, let drama go on loan and all this stuff. Um, and it's not sorted out. He's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Rasmus, but come on. Yeah. You know it. Look yeah. in the mirror, you know. I mean, it's like booting the, getting the ball, just like I was saying, the just, leather times, in it. just leathered it into touch. And you're like, right, that's what we do now, is it? And as a manager, you should really be saying to someone, if you're going to do that, I'm not going to put you in the team because it doesn't help very much to just have someone who gives the possession straight back to them. Or puts it out for a goal kick. Brian is, is mentioning in the YouTube comments just to return to the point we made about Stuart Dallas. Brian's all for Stuart Dallas as, as um, not playing, but player coach. Yeah. I mean, let, let, him, let him have a pop at it. You never just know. let the lads organise themselves. You just wonder, could it Full get Sunday any... Sunday league rules. Yeah, could it get any worse? Well, it's at, it's at that point now where it feels like he can't... I mean, the rec- with Johnny Cooper's the most goals conceded in a month by a Premier League team. But have we beaten our own record there? <laughs> Possibly, yeah. I mean, there's still May to come, is what I would say, if we're looking to to build on that record. But you think, well, it can't get much worse, can it? Because it's not like we've had impossible games in this period either. I know Liverpool are a decent side, but like Bournemouth and Palace putting nine pastors. Leicester scoring one. Like they're not, <laughs> it's not. Shame on you, Leicester. That's one too many. <laughs> like there's not an awful lot to build on there, is there? So, and no. it's obvious, we're at the point now, it's obvious Grassy is not staying next season. Well, I. I would think it's obvious. I think so, Michael. Yes, I don't think you're, you're saying anything too controversial. But you never you. know. You never know with this club, do you? So, <laughs> sure. so, so what do you, I don't you know. I put together an amazing PowerPoint in uh, in summer. Um, um, Gracia's reaction to that defeat. This is Phil tweeting that I'm reading out here. Do you want me to do the accent now? Just maybe add a little bit no, of levity to now. We tried to change the dynamic with a different formation. Uh, we were coming from performances where we didn't compete at the level I thought we could. That was my idea. Uh, uh, Gracia on what he can do to change it. Try to insist on the things we have to improve. Stating the obvious. Um, if we make the mistakes we're making in all the games, it's difficult to compete and get results. If we don't improve, it will be difficult to get the points we need. Yeah. He's not a miracle worker. No. Nobody is. And so it's kind of the business of changing the manager or whatever, it's still going to be picking from the same squad of players. And um, I'm, and it's, I'm sure, you know, Grathia isn't going out there and saying, Ilan, when there's a corner, just like punch it down to one of their players and see what happens. It's like, um, it's similar with him, with the changes and people chanting, make a sub at him and stuff. He has a, a valid argument, I think, does Grathia of saying, well, the players who are out there should just be playing better. And, um, how much of that is down to him to make them play better is, yeah, there's, that should definitely be part of it. But there's also, um, at some point, you've just got to say, well, if they can't do it, then it's personal responsibility to um, a certain extent. It's, it's it? just, it's, an, it's a toxic soup, isn't it? From from top to bottom, the whole thing, the whole... It was but it, sp- well, that, I mean, that's a big, uh, that's a, a shortcut to it. There's a simple way of saying it is that the player should just be playing better. I don't know if that's, that's the same as it being toxic, but you can look at uh, um, some of the things that they do and just think, well, just don't do that. And then it will be a lot easier for you. Yeah. Um, have you seen the the tweet that's doing the rounds? Uh, Connor McGilligan uh, appears to have put of, uh, it's a, a screen recording, that's the words I was looking for, of uh, of him opening DMs and, you know, because he, he 
circulated the screen grab of mm. a, an apparently pro, apparent, I can't even speak today, an apparent reply from Andrea Radrizani, easy for you to say, uh, suggesting that he's saying, I am broken. Um, I am responsible for this shit. Unacceptable. You don't deserve this. Ridiculous. And then he's actually like then screen recorded to show that, of him opening the messages to sort of authenticate it. So it looks that's professional on, on the surface of it that um, that that's what was being said. And you know, at least he's taking responsibility. Well, yeah. What's Victor Otto doing? Is he currently yelling at people in a Bournemouth car park? Because he was getting some stick. It, the whole the whole thing has come crashing down quite spectacularly. I would say like. on the DMs, I I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it was during there. It was about transfers. Um, Andrea has DM'd Connor before and Connor has screenshot it and put it on Twitter. So it's probably, one, it'll be legit. So I, I don't have any doubts. That it's absolutely real. And I don't think Connor would be making it up. But then also, I think Andrea must know that if he sends that reply, it's going to be put on mm. Twitter. So um, how much I read into what Andrea's actually saying there or if that's like kind of um, the DM version of what the... Uh, the three of them did when the camera went on them against Leicester, where it's like, oh, I'll put this out in, oh, I am broken. Please don't screenshot this and put it on Twitter and let people know that, oh, I am broken and I'm going to, I'm responsible and, oh, you don't deserve this. I'm very sorry. So I think this, um, it feels like uh, crocodile tears. See, he sent, from, he sent uh, me a DM to Dredzani and he said, not watching the game, I'm in Milan. What's going on? That's what he said to me. That's what he sent to me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't share that on there. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm arsehole. Um, and I'm on holiday, so don't bother me. Um, as is um, <laughs> as is always the case around around things like this, there are people. To be clear, that did not happen. Did it not? Because some people will be confused. Oh, I believe you. A very few people, but some will. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, we've, we've reached that usual point of everybody searching for someone to blame. So there's people now, oh, it's just a very small handful of people blaming us for apparently demanding BLS be sacked, um, which... 
was not the case with, in, with you, Moscow, at all. And um, I wanted him to change something, um, knowing what would happen if he didn't, and it did happen. You were, I think you were kind of on the fence, weren't you, Michael? Not quite sure which way it was going to go. I felt like we were going to probably go down under Bielsa. Which I think would probably have been a better alternative to what we've enjoyed this year. I would have happily stuck it out. But then if he, we go down under him, he leaves anyway. So this fantasy where we go down under him and he stays probably doesn't happen. Mm. But equally, there's a lot of there's been a long time between. It's the choice. It's the choice now. that followed it, wasn't it? There's there's the problem exactly. And we've the amount of the appointments and the recruitment since that point has been shit. We got we got, I'd say we got lucky last year staying up. And I, I thought Bales would take us down. As it was, I think we were very fortunate that Jesse Marsh didn't take us down. The the way those last the last day of the season panned out, it could have very very easily gone the other way for us last year. Yeah, it was. It felt like a flip of a coin roll. And, of the dice and thing, I think it? it's it's coming down to that again now, where we're we're going to need some crazy bit of luck. I think on the probably on the final day to stay up. And there's been some follow up stuff with that as well. If you want to address this one, Moscow, um, about us talking about um, getting rid of Marsh as well, like so. Uh, how do we address that criticism of not of not enjoying Marsh's time at Leeds? Um, ignore it. Yeah, I'm just wondering. About <laughs> like, what, I didn't sack him. No, I'm not. Like, I just say what I feel about things at the time. Yep, and then like, what what more do does? <laughs> no, I just wonder what how you felt about about that as, a, as a suggestion. Can, people can think I'm wrong. I've been yeah. wrong about loads of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that is true. Yeah, yeah, I've been wrong about loads of stuff. Yeah, yeah. don't know really. And then in the end, I don't have any influence. It's not like I went down there and told Jesse Marsh to tidy his desk up and, and leave. So what I said at any point, like when you're saying people are trying to cast around for people to blame for the situation we're in, it's like people want to say, okay, it's my fault. Sorry. We would have beaten Bournemouth today <laughs> you if have I was been, nicer You have about been Jesse coaching Marsh. the defence. Yeah, it's all down to me. I've been um, DMing Ilan Melier and just like saying, like everything you knew about goalkeeping was wrong. Yeah. Do it the other way. I mean, it's fair to say that when the club sacked Jesse Marsh, this wasn't their plan either because they obviously had a list of preferred managers who all said, no, thank you. I'm doing quite well in a different league with a better team at the moment. So, nah, maybe in summer, but not now. And and that's a a failure of planning and management, isn't it? Like, if if you want to get a good manager, look at what Villa have done and the timing that they made their change when that was clearly not working. Mm. Yeah, if we'd have sacked him earlier... If we'd have sacked him earlier, we might have been better off. If we'd have not sacked him at all, we might have been better off. It's very hard to know. It felt like the momentum was very much going against us under Marsh, though. People were sick of it. Mm. And now people are sick of this. And actually, I mean, it's to, to go, I mean, have we been reductive? I don't know. But um, just to address some more of Gracia's comments, again, this is Phil tweeting, so I'm, I'm quoting him, hoping he, hopefully he's not making this up. Um, in terms of have the players let him down, we're a young team. Sometimes young players need this process to make mistakes and learn from them. But I believe in my players. So that, you know, it's. It's the young team, isn't it? You've got a lot of inexperience mm. in that squad, and a lot of non-Premier League experience as well. Yeah, and if you're gonna, if we're dishing blame around as well, the fact that we spent, we did spend a lot of money, or committed to spend a lot of money in January, and we got no Premier League experience, and in the case of Ruta, someone who we haven't deemed fit enough, fit to bring on the pitch in two games we've needed to win, just a complete failure in that respect. Not saying he won't ever be good. But for, we needed something else now. But for this season, would a you know what would we give for another defensive midfielder or another defender at the moment or a left back? I mean, Max Verber is looks like a brilliant player. Mm. I love his commitment. I love it, even just the way he plays. Um, he's a good player, um, but he was supposed to be a left back and he's not. Mm. So that's we still he didn't actually solve the problem that was 
um, and they were, they, were to happy, they were happy to sort of sell it a bit on that basis of being a bit non-committal about where he actually played yeah. and, and truth is he was a centre-back yeah the whole thing was would we get to January we sign a left-back and we sign a striker and then um, things look much better and we signed a centre-back and we signed a youth winger because mm. um, Rutter doesn't look like a tra- traditional number nine he's not a swap in for um, Bamford or Rodrigo in that uh, that position he doesn't have the experience to do anything for us really because he's you know he's younger than um than half the options we've got so and then um having done those things we then sacked the manager anyway so it's kind of um we didn't give same as last it's a repeat of last season of waiting until the transfer window had been messed up the best chance of solving all the problems we had and then taking a drastic decision of sacking a manager and then bringing somebody else in who then doesn't have the tools or the opportunity to make changes to the squad because that opportunity is has gone. So um, it's pretty daft from that point of view. So Grathier is now, he can only play the players that were here. If he'd been brought in earlier, I imagine he would have welcomed some input into the transfer business in January and the opportunity to sign some different players. How's this for a, for a sad ending? Um, Popey is tweeting saying that uh, a sad shrug and if I'm here from Gracia when asked if he feels he has the trust of the management to turn this around. <laughs> that is that is the sign of somebody who we've broken him. Everything's broken. Well, this is if there's well, Andrea, that's Andrea Rattrizani's phrase I am broken, he says. I am responsible for this shit. Unacceptable. You don't deserve this to the fans. Ridiculous. So what will his next step be? It could well be... Sack himself. Well, it could well be sacking Javi Gracia, but again, it comes back to, why should he... I mean, I think Javi Gracia is probably doing the best he can with the situation he's in. Um, none of it's his fault. No. He's just turned up late. So the person who is responsible for this shit gets to just sack somebody else and do what? Try try something different. Keep coming up with um, shit ideas and being responsible for those. <laughs> but they're never really... Uh, coming to any kind of consequences at the end of it until and unless um, we get relegated and then the takeover situation um, hopefully well not hopefully but there's the one thing that can happen to Andrea Rattrizani is having to sell the club at a loss and in the end if that's the the net result for him then finally like some responsibility being taken at that end of the um at that end of the deal. But what seems more likely to happen for me is Mike McGrath reporting in the Telegraph this week saying that if we go down, Rodrick's aren't whether the takeover deal as it stands doesn't apply because the the contract is only for the Premier League status. So he might just like call that off and try to get us promoted again. No, take some responsibility. If we go down, sell the club and I don't care if you lose money on it or not. If that's that is what's being responsible for this shit will look like not to sit there going, oh yeah, I'm really sorry that I've screwed up the last uh, two years after getting. How about have another go? No, 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 no. Go away now and let somebody else and the other person, people coming in, they may also screw it up and then they will be responsible for their shit. But um, but yeah, that's what responsibility would look like in this instance. Not just sacking more people, sack Bielsa, sack Marsh, sack Grathia, sack somebody else comes in for the last four games, sack them as well, and then sit there in uh, in summer and go right. Got some great ideas for next season. Nah, don't work. Do we force Victor Alter to take over for the final games? 
Well, it, given it, this, given this squad is of his creation, maybe he's already uh, having a hand in things. Who knows? If there's any uh, small crumb of comfort tonight, it's that we are eight minutes into the Liverpool Spurs game, and it's already two 0 to Liverpool um, <laughs> after three and five minutes. And I'm just looking at the momentum graph, and from kickoff, it is just 100% red all the way across and two 0 So that last day roll of the dice. Um, Mm. somehow survive is it's possibly on the cards that's all I can I can look at now and think if we're still in touch on the final day maybe we give ourselves a shot who knows I mean you'd certainly take it wouldn't you going into the final I know we after the Wolves game you were thinking oh we've got a, a real obvious path to safety here like we could we could potentially I think it was was it the Palace game that followed Wolves I can't mm. really remember it felt Forest. like for, uh, was for, yeah, somewhere, it was it? Forest then Palace wasn't it that week you thought oh we could we could more or less make ourselves safer which we failed to do but at that point, you were thinking, yeah, well, let's try and get this done and dusted way before the end of the season. Whereas right now, if someone said to you, this is going in the final 10 minutes of the season and you're still in with a chance, you would be like, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> let's give, let's see how that goes. Better than I thought. Because, yeah, at the moment, I, I can't see where the next win's coming from. And yeah. I think, obviously, one of Leicester or Everton will pick up points tomorrow. And, I don't know, Forrest have got this weird... Forrest are absolutely shit every time I've seen them, but they always score goals. Yeah. They I seem mean, to have a real knack of scoring their only chances. And then yesterday, good old Brentford. Yeah, they did They did help us out to Brentford, didn't they? But, so, uh, reminder again, last season we beat Watford 3-0 and then 0-0 against Palace when we were lucky to get 0. 0-4 uh, against Man City when we were lucky to get 0. Jesse liked that one though. Celebrated moment in that one, didn't he? And then we lost 2-1 at Arsenal the ailing red card, 3-0 to Chelsea, the James red card, and then uh, 1-1 with Brighton, and then we won on the last day. So again, that was draw, lose, 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 draw, and then win and somehow stay up. So we're, we're just doing like a, a worse repeat of last year. The commentator today kept going on about how oh, we need three more wins to be safe. I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might need none. <laughs> we might need like a win might be enough. And three certainly would be enough, but... Um, yeah I don't know three we'd probably end up overtaking Chelsea we are now into the favourites for relegation well as in the third favourites but we deserve to be yeah we do but we haven't been all season to this point Mm. we've kept uh, there's always been someone someone there whereas now we are very much that team Um, Victor being in charge for the closing games of the season might not be such a bad idea as it has been suggested here in the YouTube comments because he would have to face the press conferences then (laughs) so there's that watch him throw throw in a bottle of water at Phil or something when he <laughs> dislikes one of his questions yeah I mean it sounded like the away I mean Phil's had, from Scotland he survived worse had fully fully turned you could hear um, songs about all two you could hear sack the board you could hear you're not fit to wear the shirt that's always a bad one when that one comes out that's proper Ter- yeah, when you're tearing into the players they're the last ones who, that's, who that's, yeah. that's like the last thing that you, you come to essentially where you're saying to the people on the pitch who are the ones who are if anyone is going to get you out it's them when you're saying to them fuck off, I hate you, more or less. So, As we said though, earlier in the week, everyone wants him to succeed. Everyone wants Javi to succeed. Everybody wants, you know, Radrazani to succeed and Orta to succeed. It's just the fact that unfortunately, they haven't really, have they, for uh, for a long time now, since um, since Bielsa. And, um, I, you know, you wrote uh, an article in the in the wake of sacking Bielsa. It's the one I think you sat on for a while, actually, Moscow, and then published some time down the road. Um about saying he was basically the, just the most capable man in the room or the, the building, if you like. And that was very much proven to be the case. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a good guesser sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, we had the evidence of what went before, I suppose, didn't we? Yeah, but then heck, he's taken Sheffield United up, hasn't he? 
So maybe we just... Maybe he wasn't the problem. Yeah, maybe we just had him a bit too soon. Or, well, yeah, so the mature the mature ver- version who's slamming balls into the um, midriff of Spence, wasn't it? At, uh, that was one of his highlights. Um, you know, he nearly didn't become a manager because he said there's too many dickheads in football or hecking bottom. That's, that, a, that's a funny that... thing for him to say, isn't it? <laughs> and then he, uh, um, yeah, apparently he was going to become a plumber instead and now he's a Premier League uh, manager. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Sheffield United, now they're up. Maybe Eki fancies it for last last few games. Just loan him in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be my Well, the, the one final bright spark was the cross from Willie Nonto to, to Patrick Bamford today. That was nice. Um, mm-hmm. So let's, should we just end the show on that and uh, and go about the rest of our bank holiday weekend? Yeah, if we can just keep doing that and not conceding all the goals, then we'd win, wouldn't we? Mm. So it'd be fine. So do that against Man City and it'd be good. Uh, Feels so like slim pickings. Man City match ball next week. Looking forward to that one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That. They only won 2-1 today, didn't they? Uh, yeah. They've got a pl- West Ham may tire them out in midweek as well. Mm-hmm. They've got to negotiate. And that, uh, will they be doing some European-style stuff it, in the week, the week after? after? Yeah. Yeah, so we've got to cling that Manchester City's incredibly talented reserves um, they probably only need to put Haaland on for like the first 20 minutes yeah, let, let him get his hat trick you can have it won pretty easily pretty swiftly against us can't you like if you can attack well a few times it's probably enough just Bournemouth, wait it's just a case of waiting isn't it Bournemouth, <laughs> that's, that's what Bournemouth did today like mm. they, they didn't really cut us open at all did they no just, just wait for us to, we just let them yeah. score some goals by not really looking arsed it's, uh, it's 3-0 to Liverpool now by the way after 15 that's minutes quite, that is quite funny in fairness. so that, that I'm telling you that final day that's our yeah. hope that really is our hope an 8-all draw we just need the team able maybe we squeak a, squeak a point out of the other games before that and uh, on the final day we, we face Spurs Kane's last game I wouldn't be surprised if he plays their final home game and then he's, mm. he's injured for the, for the Leeds game because he won't want to come and be involved in a scrap if we're trying to stay mm. up Unless, you know, he might fancy a few goals against... <laughs> he does yeah, He does like stat yeah. padding, doesn't he? So, yeah, uh, they'll flat track bully. Get him against a, a Cooper and Verba, probably playing in the calipers, as you'd said, by that point, <laughs> to try and get him on the pitch because we aren't going to get any other fit centre-backs. Because neither of them are fit. Neither of them have been fit for about two months, have they? Ridiculous. Just, but we just desperately need one of them to be there because someone needs to organise it because no one else is capable of doing it. We'll say this as well, just as a, as a closing thought. It's only a daft game. I know um, it really, it really, really hurts when Leeds are this bad, and the prospect of going down is awful. Um, I, th- I don't think anybody um, would argue that we don't deserve it on the basis of this season. But it, it is only a game, and whatever happens, even if it does result in relegation, it's just another season, and we will still, we'll still be here. Acceptance now from me. We're, we're not getting out of this. So anything, I feel, we, I feel absolutely certain so we're, we're not we, getting out of this. If we do get out of it, think how good that's going to feel. That'll be the the one thing to enjoy from this season properly will be completely defying your own expectations. Mm. Which was, it was similar last year. I still want to. I'll uh, still want to burn it all down, though. The feeling of blue paint on skin. <laughs> yeah, right, just imagine I think, that. I think I'm safe. Oh, for the Smurf. Um, um, someone did a nice Photoshop mock-up of it actually. Yeah. Sent it this morning, but yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Right. We didn't yeah. we didn't beat Spurs either, did we? We were three. We, were we three, should have done. We were three to up in that game. Yeah. We? Yeah. Yeah, but then Harry Kane was playing by. Uh, 1950s rules on our goalkeepers. Mm. Spurs fans are leaving after 15 minutes. <laughs> is it? Is it? At, is it in London or Liverpool? It one? is in Liverpool. Good. Well, that's a nice city. They can go and make, see some some of the sights <laughs> instead of wasting the time on fields. What a ridiculous way to spend a 
of Bank Holiday afternoon. I mean, we've got the, uh, and we'll have like, what, 50, at least 50 match balls next year if we do go down. So that's great, isn't it? And we might actually win some of them. At least 50. Well, 46 for the league, plus a couple of League Cup ties, you know, whatever. No, one league, one league Cup tie, one FA Cup tie. 48 then. 48. <laughs> that was what we'll have. All right, cool. Listen, let's... The um, year after when we've got to play in the JPT, that's when you get 50 plus. Michael, stop. Right, <laughs> thank, thank you for joining us on this one. We'll the speak Checker, to- checker Papa John's trade. <laughs> we'll see you soon. The Match Ball. 